Good evening, everyone. Uh, my name is Bill Pierce. Welcome to the uh, Town Hall Feasibility Meeting for January 10th. Uh, just a few opening statements here before we get started. Uh, this open meeting of the Town Office Feasibility Study Committee is being conducted remotely pursuant to Chapter 2 of the Acts of 2023, an act relative to certain um, extending certain COVID-19 measures adopted during the state of emergency signed into law on March 29th, 2023. All members of the Town Hall Feasibility Study Committee are allowed and encouraged to participate remotely. The Act allows the Town Office Feasibility Study Committee to meet entirely remotely as long as reasonable public access is afforded so that the public can follow along with the deliberations of the meeting. The public is encouraged to follow along with using the posted agenda unless the chair notes otherwise. Members of the public who wish to view the live stream of this meeting may do so by going to Northborough Remote Meetings on YouTube via the link listed in the agenda. Ensuring public access does not ensure public participation unless such participation is required by law. This meeting will feature public comment. Uh, members, when I call your name, please respond in the affirmative so we can make sure we can hear you. Uh, Judy Boyle. Oh, you're muted. Present. Uh, Linda. Present. Uh, Kristen. Here. Aaron. Here. Dario. Here. Ashley. Here. Thank you. Uh, staff, when I call your name, please respond in the affirmative. Scott? Present. Uh, Sean? Present. Diane? Present. And we have our new town administrator, Tim. Welcome, Tim. He left already? He, <laughs> he stepped away from his desk. We caught him while he was stepping away from his desk. Who scared him out? <laughs> um, okay. I think that's all. Go ahead, Scott. Uh, thank you, Mr. Chairman. I just sent the invite to. Um, oh, <laughs> hi, Ashley. <laughs> Never mind. I I did a lot of searching and I eventually found it. Thank you, Scott. I appreciate it. Yeah. Nope. She made it just in time. Um, so I guess first item on the agenda is going to be the uh, acceptance of the uh, November twenty seventh. Uh, meeting minutes. Did everyone have a chance to read the minutes? Any? Yes, I do. Yeah. Any um, requests for changes? If not, is there a motion to accept the November 27th, 2023 meeting minutes? So moved. Second. Second. Okay. Um, moved by Kristen, seconded by Dario. Uh, roll call vote. I'll go across my screen here. Judy? Aye. Uh, Linda? Aye. Kristen? Aye. Aaron? Do I abstain? I wrote them. Okay. <laughs> Ashley? Yes. Uh, Dario? Yes. And I'm a yes, so that's unanimous. Thank you. Um, Next item is we'll open it up for any public comment. If there's any comment uh, anyone from the public would like to make, um, so to um, to to make a comment by phone, dial star nine to raise your hand and wait to be recognized by the chair. Please note that part of your phone number will be visible to those viewing the meeting. By Zoom, click raise hand at the bottom of your screen and wait to be recognized by the chair. 
The chair will ask members of the public who wish to speak to identify their names and addresses only. Once the chair has listed has a list of all public commenters, the chair can call on each by name and afford three minutes for any comment. So um, we'll open that up now. If there's anyone who would like to make comments. I don't think we have anyone even in the attendees list. Okay. Um, we'll close that out. So next is um, Scott, I'm assuming you have uh, the contract status in the next step. I saw you you did the um, the work on the the icon. Uh, so it looked really good. Yep. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. I'll give you a, um, a, a brief overview of where we are today and what we're looking to do going forward um, in, a, in, a, in a broad brush fashion. And Sean will give you a little more of a, a, fine, a fine scope on what the next couple immediate steps are. Um, so as you all saw, we emailed out the scope of services that has been negotiated with ICON, uh, the architects, architectural firm that's been selected for the services. Um, we're almost complete with the contract signatures. Um, I actually received the contract from them yesterday and uh, putting it through our uh, signature process here um, at Town Hall. The, uh, the broad-based uh, scope of services, as, as you saw, includes obviously the space study, as well as the, um, the preliminary site analysis and, and designs. A portion of this, this work um, will be done in, in, in different components. So early on, um, you know, the, the, the space analysis includes meeting with department heads, um, evaluating diff the different buildings. Uh, we've provided them with a lot of information. Um, the facility condition assessment report that was developed uh, a few months ago, that has been given to them. They have all of our existing conditions drawings we have. Um, there was a prior study done for town hall, uh, probably, I don't know, 10, 12 years ago. That has been submitted to them. They have the White Cliffs um, report and reuse study that includes, uh, amongst other things, a, a prospective town hall site there. Um, we've given them the information on 4 West Main Street that we have available, as well as the um, self-evaluation and ADA transition plan. Um, so we, we kind of uh, burden them with a, with, a, with a plethora of information and they have everything and it's, it actually has helped streamline things quite a bit for them on their side. Um, the scope that you see is written out uh, right along the, the, the lines of what the RFP identified as the scope of services. It's important that the committee knows and the, and the, and the residents know that there is some um, uh, shifting of scope timing. So if, when you look through the uh, site design component of it, there'll be uh, a site analysis and a financial analysis on what the revenue streams may be for the disposition of buildings. Uh, for example, that would be done as part of the first scope uh, site analysis to determine which one is, is the most viable and feasible. You can't determine what the best property is from a cost perspective without analyzing what the revenue side of it is. Um, so, you know, we went back and forth with ICON. Um, they've been very good to work with thus far. Um, as I said, they don't have a signed contract yet, but you know, they're already taking information in. We've had a, a internal kickoff meeting, making sure that we've gotten them what they want, when they want it, um, and, and, and what format they need. 
We've given them access to our databases. Um, they have their subconsultants engaged. There were some questions about one of their subconsultants, and uh, we they actually reached out to us to ask, you know, who do we work with? And we gave them some other firms um, that were experienced with White Cliffs. So they've been very open, uh, communicating, and uh, easy to work with thus far. Um, we have a very busy schedule, as you know. They're still trying to stick to the um, April 2024 town meeting schedule. Um, we're, we're pushing for, uh, forward for that um, with the understanding that if um, in the event, you know, things get delayed, um, there is potentially that that fall town meeting that that I think everybody's aware of that uh, for the for the uh, uh, fire station. So but we're still pushing the schedule forward for for April um, and they're on board with that. So, Sean, if you want to go quickly over what we have coming forward in the next couple of weeks, that might be that might be helpful. Yeah. So as Scott said, like we're on a really tight schedule. So we've started working with them prior to getting them under contract. They're actually doing staff interviews this week, meeting with the directors of each department to figure out what their needs are in the new building so it can help expedite the process. Then we will have another executive team meeting the following week, next week, to go over what they've found after speaking with the staff directors. And then we'd be looking to schedule a meeting with this group the week of the 22nd um, to go over what has been finalized based on that needs assessment so that we can keep on track. Because um, the month of January, they're looking to do the space programming site assessment, conceptual site planning, and space needs assessment. And then from February through March, conceptual conceptual design, MEPs, wetlands, um, the hazardous materials investigation, all that other stuff. So the, the more we can do to support them and be flexible, the faster the process will move and the better we can stay on that tight April town meeting timeline. An important thing to understand is that that um, in order to keep the schedule and thank you, thank you, Sean. Um, you know we're going to be somewhat rapid fire when it comes to uh, public public facing meetings. Um, you know, interviews this week, next week, review the analysis that's been received from the department heads in the following week. Get the committee together, present to the public what we have, and that's going to process. That's going to proceed forward uh, just about as rapidly as that is when it comes to preliminary designs, building and property disposition. Um, so I, 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 I expect this to be a very active committee over the next uh, next couple of months. You know, February and March will, and uh, in January will be very, very active. Great. Thank you very much. Um, I know you guys are working very hard on this and I really appreciate it. Um, does the board have any questions? I do. Dario? Yeah. Um... <clears throat> Two questions. Is it possible to see any of the work that's been done, just progress work? This is, to me, the most important part is right now when we're defining our needs. Um, and it's it's kind of my area of expertise. And I don't know what we can see or not see prior to it being all done. Um, that's question one. And then I'll do question two and um, go forward. When I'm looking at the scope of work, it doesn't have a, a commitment, and I'm sure you guys have that, of who the players are. I just want to make sure that we're getting the players they promised. That's all. The um, 
the participants that were committed during the interview to the project are those that have been a, a part of our meetings thus far. Um, you know, Ned has been involved in every step of the way so far. The um, regarding your first question, Dario, through the chair, are you know we're ha they're, they're having interviews this week with department heads. Um, next week, the results of those meetings and the and the space analysis gets presented to the town administrator's office ourselves. Um, just, just to vet it out, you know, to make sure some department doesn't say they need, you know, three conference rooms and a couple televisions and a, and a lazy boy. Um, once that's vetted through uh, the town administrator's office and, and us, um, that following meeting will be the first step of, of information that's released to the committee and, and, and the general public, um, which will be, you know, these are the spaces we need. For example, we need whatever square footage it is, 24,000. The idea is that there's this conference space required. Um, and the, the step after that is to try to fit those needs into buildings, where they fit, how they fit, and present that. And then the dollars start getting played in. Um, so yes, Dario, there'll be information presented to this committee and the general public um, as they get developed uh, throughout the process. That's, that's the expectation. Okay. My only question is, should we get some dates on the calendar now for us? Because it sounds like these meetings are coming up real quick. So we should just set aside times and maybe they'll change, but it'd be good to make sure we're all committed. Yes, absolutely, Ashley. I think that's, that's uh, ironically enough or interestingly enough, the most important agenda item on this agenda is future meetings. <laughs> and... Um... One question I, um, I want to ask if, if no other board members have any questions. Um, you know, Tim, I know this is probably going to be really hot on, on your um, list of things to do. I know you're sort of new, but, um, you know, um, you know, I, I want to be, I, I'm sure your schedule is getting filled up very quickly with, you know, getting up to speed and getting on board. So um, I just want to make sure that, you know, when we're making these meetings that, you know, you're comfortable with them as well. Um, you're always welcome to attend. Um, this is, like I said, this is, you know, this is very big, I'm sure on on your list of things that need to get done, so. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad you guys are here. Glad there's, you know, a lot of participation in terms of uh, the people that are on the meeting for an agenda that we have and have this kind of interest and support this building, you know, is not horrible, but it's just, it's, it needs attention. Um, I mean, I can't even imagine what it's costing to heat this building. I haven't looked at heating bills. I haven't looked at gas or electric bills yet. I haven't, I haven't got to that granular level, but it's just, you know, when we go to build something or go to rehab something, we have to keep all of the energy uh, cost in mind. The long-term total cost of ownership is imperative. But it has to be built on how our employees provide service to the public. So if we can do that in a coherent manner, we'll we'll be fine. But it's just going to take time, patience, and money. And I think I don't think anybody who's like giving these interviews to Icon now are asking for a, a lavish, you know amount of space or anything to that effect. It's just, 
you've been making do with what, wherever you have. You've been so fortunate getting excellent staff. If we want to retain those staff, I think the physical space in which they work is is critical. It's doesn't always sound like a great reason. A lot of people just say, hey, you got a job, you should feel grateful. But those people, the people you have are extremely committed and salary is only a piece of the pie in terms of retention. So this location, wherever we go, has to be meeting the needs of serving the public, but also meeting the needs of the staff. So you already know all that. I'm just reiterating that I am lockstep with that. If and when we do it, we just need to do it as efficiently as possible with the money we have allocated through town meeting. So I'm very much aware of that parameter. And I have, you know, been a part of municipal construction projects from a, a city hall to a library, fire station, police station. We've done, I've done all that stuff. So I'm just glad to do it again. I've learned a lot from those pitfalls. We've made some mistakes and I'll avoid those in Northboro. <laughs> And we'll look for your expertise, you know, in that aspect as well. So, um, Aaron, you've got your hand up. Go ahead. Yeah, Kristen, can you tell me, does the town have a special meeting in March? We're working on it. That's something Tim can speak to also. When you say you're working on it, does that mean that it's more likely than not to happen? Well, we discussed it uh, Monday. And then, um, Tim, what were the details we have to... The board's going to have a public hearing on the 22nd relative to a 61A um, parcel um, on Whitney Street. I did get an email today that was favorable for our request to extend. I just need to, I don't want to say it out loud because I want to get a letter from both parties that they agree to the extension of 45 days so we won't have to have a special. But I don't want to say we're not going to have it because I don't have that in writing. So just be patient. When I get in writing, everyone will know that we won't have to have it. But if I don't get in writing, we will we will have to have it if the board wants to exercise its right of first refusal. Thanks. <clears throat> okay. So um, I guess we need to discuss future dates. Um, I know, Sean, you mentioned the week of the 22nd, right? Um, yeah, for the first one, and then we'd want to probably set one up for uh, beginning to mid-February um, as well, since we got everybody here. Um, that'd probably be the, based on speaking with ICON, that'd probably be the next closest time we'd have additional information to present to you guys. Okay. Um, let me ask this question. Does it make more sense for us to do in-person meetings or keep remote meetings? I think a, a remote meeting um, may be beneficial. One, it's it's easier to schedule because um, my expectation is here going forward, our consultant, the architectural consultant will be present and it's just generally easier to get the experts that you need present uh, at the meeting uh, remotely. Um, I don't, I don't want to have a, a bait and switch as, as Dario was alluding to um, because somebody can't make it. Right. Okay. I just wanted to ask the question. That's all. Um, so is everyone, are we okay with the Wednesdays? Um, if we were to do the 24th, I know that sort of stays away from the, um, the, the select board and the planning board meetings. Cause those are usually Mondays and Tuesdays. So. Yeah. The February 24th is a 
Saturday. January. No, he's talking so, about January 24th. Okay. Yeah, we look for January 24th and probably February 21st. That far out in February? I don't know if we want to do Valentine's Day the 14th. I'm okay with it. <laughs> Sean was saying early February, so I didn't know if yeah. we had a couple we had yeah. to do rapid fire. You want to try the 7th, maybe? You think that's too early, Sean? It, it might be a little early. I mean, I don't know if people have flexibility with a different day during the week, um, but Valentine's Day might be tough for some people. Not me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my wife wouldn't like me very much if I did that. Um, I'm, looking, I'm looking upstairs. <laughs> um, Thursday the 15th? The, what, what about the 15th? Yeah, what about that Thursday? Does anyone have conflicts for that Thursday? Oh, you do? Okay. Um, yeah, then I guess we go the week out then. Thursday, the 15th of February, you're talking about? Yes. Yeah, I, I can't do that night. Okay, so we'll do the Wednesday after that then. So that would be the... 21st. 21st. That is, that's school break, right? Yeah. Is anybody traveling then? Yeah, I'll be gone. But maybe you don't need me there. Well, good news is, Ashley, we're remote. You can log in from wherever you are. <laughs> um, Disney World. On the boat, I've, it's a small, small world. Should be. <laughs> I'll be four hours behind on a mountain skiing. <laughs> so it'll be early in the day. That's good. It'll be, I'll be in the middle of a run. I'll phone in <laughs> from the ski lift to the chairlift. Well, we'll appreciate that view, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, is there anyone else that has conflicts if we do the, the 21st for school vacation week? Okay. So why don't we why don't we set up we'll at least do the 24th, right? We'll leave the 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 24th of January at 6:30, right? Everyone's still okay with 6:30? I'm assuming. Yep. And we'll leave a tentative on the 21st. Um, you know, we can make a hard decision once, you know, we have ICON in front of us to make sure that they're okay with those date with that date as well. Yeah. And if they're moving along quicker than they anticipate, we could look at the, the seventh as an option. And we'll okay, know how does the seventh look for everybody? Did there conflicts on the seventh? All right, so maybe two placeholders, and we'll find out from Icon on the twenty fourth which which one they're ready for, and then we can solidify. Mm -hmm. um, is there anything else anyone wants to bring up or discuss? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to ask another question, um, and only because I don't know how this gets done and it may be purely Sean and Scott's expertise. I was trying to think of an example. Um, one would be when you're doing department meetings and every department, for example, needs a conference room and a department may have 10 people. So they'll say, well, we need a conference room for 10 people. 
and the other department has six people. We need a conference room for six people. Um, so everybody gets one when in reality, when we do the programming, and again, I, I not seeing it, I don't know, but when we get all these requests for conference rooms, you may in reality only need half as many because we only use ours once a month and they only use theirs once every four weeks. And all of a sudden we're building all this extra space that we have to heat, cool and pay for and blow a budget if it's not really required. Something as simple as that, you know, I'm, I would hope ICON would be asking those questions. And I don't know, if Scott or Sean, if you guys are used to diving in at that level to just kind of make sure that we're not overbuilding or missing. You know, a lot of times people will forget things. And but anyway, if that's if if we have that in-house somewhere. I was thinking, you know, maybe I could show up and want to review something, but and I don't know if that's all like against all the rules. I don't I don't know any of this stuff, but just because, you know, we had a two hour programming meeting here today. And as I'm explaining stuff to the clients, we're the clients in this case, I'm not sure internally what we do to vet that or if we're relying 100 percent on the architects. Well, so to your point, I mean, we would assume that. Icon, since they've been through before, they've encountered that and will address the needs and get nailed down the specifics, like how many days a month do you need this room? And that's another reason why we have our meeting after the department head meetings to go over everything so we can double check on that type of stuff. So we're making sure that, to, to Scott's point, nobody's over asking for things that they, that they don't necessarily need. Yeah, and... People, they're not really over-asking. That, that's the whole point, Sean. Some architects, and, and again, I, I think Icon's a really good firm, so it, it, this is not anything to do with Icon. But a lot of architects just give you what you ask for and don't challenge or push back at all. Because then it's all on you. This is what you asked for. You asked for 15 conference rooms, you got them. You know, now we're 6,000 square feet more than we need. And I don't know, but that's just something where we try to push back once a client, in this case, the town says, we want enough space to do everything we want to do efficiently, accurately. To Tim's point, you know, I don't want to be in a shoebox without a window. The, the spaces have to be nice. They have to be, you know, appropriate for the function. But also, I, I don't know if there's any checks and balances on that. And And so many times the next phase... Um, there's an incentive. And again, it's it's not an icon thing at all because I recommended icon as well. So I think they're a great firm. But the next phase, the job is now 30% bigger because there was no pushback by anyone because they just listened and put it down but didn't challenge. So uh, I, I agree. One second. Um, I agree with you, Dario, but I think to, to, you know, Sean had mentioned in his presentation that you know, this would be brought in front of Tim and as well as Sean and Scott to go over it before it got sent to us. Um, so you know, I'm sure with Tim's experience as well as you know Sean and, and Scott's uh, intervention, I, I'm sure that will get taken care of. But you're right; it is it is a a good point. Go ahead. Scott. Yeah, as long as they have that experience, you know, going through programming sessions, I'm fine. Yep. Go ahead, Scott, and then Tim. 
Uh, so uh, thank you, Mr. Chairman. So uh, as, as a consultant, I was a prime on uh, several space study and, and building projects, mostly public works facilities, um, as well as um, athletic complexes. And so I've had architects as my subs. I've gone through the space studies with my clients. Um, I've had the architect do that. And I've, I've certainly been um, assertive in my vetting of the needs when it comes to spaces, um, when you know a municipal client desires X and it's they don't need X, they need lowercase X. Um, so that that, that there's, there's there's plenty of internal vetting um, that'll okay. be done. Go ahead, Tim. I yeah, I appreciate the the thought and the comments. It's it's funny because the check and balance is really you all, this group, right? We're we're going to be the internal uh, check and balance for the architect, but you know when we have to go to the public, you know we we have to be honest, and the committee has to do a gut check to make sure that we are being honest with you all. And, and there's no, you know, I've, you know, it's 29 days for me here. So I'm very, just a, a short term guy. Uh, and there, there's, there's nobody that I've seen yet asking for anything more than they need. And, and nor do I see the architects kind of designing something that would be like you said, just anything uh, that wasn't appropriate. So the check and balance, and I, and I like the fact that we're, having the discussion about what the next, because we told we said, hey, we have a budget of six million bucks. We don't have a budget, we don't even, we have no guess. We have a, a number to hire a con, a, a, an architect to look at the needs and then from there give us a cost estimate. So we can't like back into it. And I certainly don't want to pay a 10% average fee to an architect based on a, a building that's bloated for no need. So I, I know I was, when you were talking, I was saying, I might be the cheapest guy in the room. So we're going to be, we're going to really, you know, make it a, a efficient and effective. So I want to assure you that, but I also expect this committee to, to, to charge us and to challenge us with some of our assumptions and make sure we get it, get it right for the right price. But I, 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 I like the comments. Okay. <clears throat> Kristen. Um, thanks, Bill. So my, um, just to everyone's point, I think another really smart brain to have in the room during this discussion is Diane. She's been to all these meetings. Um, when we had interim town administrators, she was coming to all these meetings, but she also has um, been kind of eyes and ears of town hall for a long time, right, Di? She kind of, it's kind of been her job for a long time to sort of know what's going on everywhere. So I, I don't think it would be a bad idea to have her sitting in with Tim on mm -hmm. whatever meeting that is just, and I know there's a good chance he was probably going to ask her to do that anyway, but just because she's been around for a long time and she's had the sort of administrative kind of job where she would notice, you know, uh, who's having meetings, how often, in that sort of detail. So just a thought. Thank you. Oh, I completely agree. Yep. I think we've got a good a good group here um, between the, the committee as well as, you know, the staff that's involved. That, but, you know, Dario, I do, I do agree with your point, um, and it is something, you know, that we got to keep an eye on. So. Um, um, I'm 
I'm, I'm, I'm content, you know, and, and the point, the, the real point to that is nobody would be asking for something they didn't need. That's where it gets into the weeds. Everybody needs a conference room, but you got to have the experience that Scott has to say, okay, we get it. But if they're shared, we may need half as many. So right. no one was looking for the Taj Mahal or a bigger office or a great view. Everybody, I'm, I'm sure, you know, will have to put down what they actually, you, you get wish lists and you can, you know, um, I know Sean wants the racquetball court behind him, but he's, he might not get it. You know, um, that was a joke, <laughs> but, but, but I think, you know, I just think that sometimes the wit, the the want list is real. It's a matter of looking at efficiencies. But I think with Scott's experience and Tim's, then you know, I'll sit back and relax and enjoy the ride. This is our our questionnaire for programming, <laughs> so it's about sixty pages long, um, and I just see stuff like that come up all the time. I just trying to help. That's it. Sounds like we got it under control. Yeah. Thank you. No, that's why we appreciate you here, Dario, is, you know, you can you can give us some feedback that maybe no one else is thinking about. So I appreciate it. Um, any other comments, Tim? Well, if I may, I, I so the committee's prepared, I guess. Your, your biggest cost with any, well, it's not your biggest cost, but some of your lesser thought of costs are going to be with records retention and technology. So if we're going to build a, a, a high performance uh, location where you can have hybrid meetings and go live and do YouTube and do this stuff. Those and have whiteboards and um, smart boards, that's where your costs are really going to be high. So just we're talking about physical space now, structure, but the you know furniture and fixtures are probably where a lion's share, if we want it to be a robust technological space is that's where your costs are going to be uh and they're kind of hidden you don't really think about them but they're going to be they're going to be expensive because all the electronics and all those really smart people that put that stuff together cost a lot of money and then records retention that space for records retention under you know the law for how long we keep a document building permit for the forever those are huge plans and they take up you know in some cases basements of buildings. So just, I don't want to scare anybody, but those kind of unseen things in a municipal environment are expensive. So it's just something for the committee to be aware of. You might already be aware of it, but technology and records retention management, um, besides mechanical, just things you can't see, don't use every day, are going to be expensive. Thank well, you. I, I, I actually, I actually get that because I'm an IT guy. I've been in IT for 25 years and I work at the MBTA, right? So, um, you know, definitely, definitely understand all of that. So um, I appreciate that. Um, any other comments? Okay, if there's nothing else, uh, is there a motion to adjourn? So moved. Is there a second? I'll second. second. Um, moved by Kristen, seconded by Dario. Roll call vote. Um, Judy. Aye. Linda. Yes. Kristen. Aye. Aaron. Yes. Dario. Yes. Ashley. Yes. And I'm an I as well. Have a good night, everyone. And we will see you on the 24th. Thank, Thank you. you.